Bogut to the rack and he jammed it. Oh my goodness. Blocked by Bogut. The Warriors' big man joins our big man. The Andrew Bogut Show with Mr. T. Now, here's Tom Tolbert. Ray Rado, Tom Torbert with you. Time for our weekly chat with Golden State Warriors' Andrew Bogut, who joins us courtesy of the Ring Central guest line. Andrew, what's going on, man? How about that, going? Tremendous. That had to feel pretty good, that Houston game, after losing to a team three times in a row and come out and playing the way you guys did defensively, uh, taking the hit in the second half, Houston making a charge and then extending that lead back out. That had that. I imagine that had to feel pretty good walking off the court. Yeah, our best friend of the year, I think, um, especially to do it on the road and against a team that's earned us pretty much for the whole season. So um, we're glad to get that, that win. And obviously got another one last night too, um, which we couldn't afford to, to give away. Yeah, it's interesting because last night, I don't want to say it became a bigger game because of what you did in Houston because those are big when you're, you're playing teams around you because you can not only win but give them a loss, but – you know, that's a team that you could say, if they haven't been in this position before, could very easily go and play an inferior opponent and lose that game. And not only did you guys not do that, you kind of stepped on them in the second half, which, again, had to make you feel good in handling that situation the way you did. Yeah, definitely. We, we didn't want to have a letdown. Um, we, we had, like I said, uh, our best in the season against Houston, and, and we didn't want to come back and then lose to no disrespect to the New Orleans Hornets, but not, not a playoff team and not a team that's, that's won a lot of games this year. So we, we couldn't afford to drop that one. And now we come into San Antonio 2 0 and kind of um, with our massive underdogs in this game, and we can kind of just go out there and play and see what happens. I know at this stage of the season, you're not playing for other people's opinions, but given the fact that you strung back-to-back games that were profoundly impactful for your team on successive nights and hearing people finally figure out, oh, this is what he gives us. Um, is there any gratification in that, or does it truly not matter at all? Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a process for me. No one, no one knows you know, what I'm going through to get back on the court and what, what I'm trying to get through mentally and physically, people kind of think that, hey, you're on the court, you know, where's your 20 and 20 every night? Um, so it's a process for me. I've got to be patient with it. It's frustrating, though, um, at the same time. But um, hopefully I can just keep rolling. But it'll it'll uh, still a long way to go for me to, to, to play the way I know I can. But the process is, is slowly going in an upward direction. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that, Andrew, that you win the first two games and you go into San Antonio. And I always used to say it's playing with house money at that point. And it doesn't mean that you're not – trying any less hard, you're not trying any uh, harder against... It's just when you start a road trip off, and I said that was a huge game against Houston, because not only was it Houston, but it's the first game of a road trip. When you win that game, the shot you don't have to squeeze the shots as much. You don't grip as much on everything you're doing every single minute. You can just go you can go play, and I think that's what you're trying to say now against San Antonio, being 2-0 and on this road trip, that it, you don't feel like you have to grip throughout the game. You can just kind of go out there and let it rip and see what happens. Yeah, exactly right. And, and we can just go and play, play a loose style where, we, where, you know, there's not a whole lot of pressure on us. We come into a, into an arena which we haven't won in in a while. Um, the Spurs are having another great year and then, you know, even the Western Conference. So not many people are thinking we can do it. So, you know, whatever the result is, if we just go in there and give it our best and, and play loose and, and play Warrior basketball, we'll have a chance to win. Did the Houston game in the first quarter feel different to you 
physically? Because it certainly looked like you had a lot of bounce and a lot of pep, and I'm just wondering from your standpoint, did you notice a tangible difference? Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to feel, you know, feel more confident and feel better within my body now. Um, obviously, you know, I didn't really stretch to, to get them any games the last couple of months. I mean, I had the back issue as well, so I kind of feel like I've turned a corner a little bit, um, touch wood, and just got to keep pushing through it. Like I said, it's, it's a process for me where I can't go from, from 10% to 100%. It's, it's kind of slowly going in an upward direction. As long as it keeps progressing, I'm happy. Is there anything about the game tomorrow night in San Antonio for you that will will provide more, I guess, for lack of a better word, validation about your health? I mean, because... When you're going three games in four nights on the road, you're dealing with hotel beds and all the rest of it, that if you come out strong tomorrow night, then the worries about you know, your, your physical situation are finally behind you and that it's full throttle from here to the end? Yeah, somewhat. But like I said earlier, I've got to stay on top of my body and make sure I'm doing everything. Even in the good days, I get my treatment in and making sure I'm icing and making sure I'm stretching and doing all those things. So it's still it's still a process for me, man. Um, I'm, I'm definitely not. I, I haven't turned the corner yet, but I'm getting there. Um, this is a test for me, like you said, three, three four nights on the road. Uh, but like, you know, talking right now today, my body feels great, and hopefully uh, tomorrow we'll come out and have, have a good game. You've only been through this one time. A lot of guys on the team have never been through heading down the home stretch, having a shot to be in, in the playoffs. Is there a difference tangibly, Andrew, in that the focus that's being paid attention, uh, I don't know, what you eat, how you take care of yourself, you, you stay in, you, you get a little more rest. Uh, do you sense that at all, and how do you expect to handle it? How, do, how would you expect the team to handle it? Um, it's tough. I've actually been through it twice, if you include the year where I got derailed by a broken arm. That's true. Season. So I still feel like I'm part of that playoff team. Um, I'll give you credit so for that. Good. I'll give you credit for that one. <laughs> no, so I went through the whole process of the team. So I was around, around both. Yeah. Obviously, the mindset changes, the, the, the joking and the, the, the regular seat type stuff kind of gets a bit more serious. Um, you obviously have the same team, you know, up to seven times. So um, you know, start preparing in a different mindset because it's not like you can have a bad game against, against let's say, the Hornets and then back up with the Spurs or vice versa. This is the same team. You're going to be playing seven times. So the mindset has to change. Um, and God will be that. Talking to Andrew Bogut, he joins us once a week. The season kind of winding down. The Warriors take the first two on the road, face San Antonio. Do you do you pay any attention to that kind of stuff? I mean, you haven't been here for uh, any of those losses, or maybe a guy one or two. I can't remember. I have to go back and look at the schedule. But I mean, this thing goes back a long way, and there are teams that just seem to have certain teams' numbers. Is there a reason for that more so than matchups? And, of course, San Antonio has been one of the best teams in the league, so it's not surprising they're good at home. Is it just you don't play well in a gym, the sight lines aren't there for some guys, or is it just one of those things that, you know what, there's really no explaining it. They're good, the Warriors haven't been good, and, and while it's odd to see that many wins in a row, it is what it is. Well, I think it is what it is, man. I mean, none of these uh, our teams are relatively all new. Um, we don't have any long-standing veterans that have been here for multiple, you know, more than four or five years. So, um, basically, it doesn't really mean a whole lot to us. Um, records are meant to be broken, and hopefully, we can do it tomorrow. But we played them very well. Um, we played them in Oakland this, um, a couple of weeks ago, and hopefully, we can do it again tomorrow. The the fact that Utah is not in the tournament does that mean that you're not in, as interested as you normally would be? 
somewhat. I mean, it's, I find it so hard to follow college basketball um, as it is with so many teams and so many so many conferences changing, and it's, it's just to me it's become a little bit of a farce. You know, it's, it's, it's I, don't, I really don't know what's going on. I just know the NCAA fill their pockets pretty well, and that's about it. So I, I try not to um, get too involved with it just because it's, it's too hard to follow. You guys got to have the the brackets, though, don't you, as a team? Yeah, we just did one actually today, so we'll post them on. I think we're posting them online for everyone to see. Um, but I just I, I couldn't tell you anything about how many teams I picked. So I just kind of picked the, um, you know, which teams I kind of knew, coaching philosophies and so on. But uh, yeah, I, I don't follow it too much. I know some of the other guys do, but I don't. What was the uh, What was the buy-in for the bracket? Oh, it was like a fun one. We're actually doing one through ESPN, I think, where we're going to post them all online, and then the fans can. Uh, the fans can actually compete against us so they can go and see everyone's bracket and then kind of match their trials and, and all that. Uh, so there's no, there's no, you know, we don't gamble in the NBA. Oh, so, uh, screw the fans. Put some money down for crying out loud. Make it worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure we might have an arrangement later on, I'm sure. Yeah. So, so you're going with favorite colors, ferocity of mascot. How are you going to break down your bracket? Well, I did it. It took me about five minutes. I don't, I don't really think it too much. I just go through the list and pick a team. Um, generally, I'll pick you know which which I kind of know the lower seeds, which play unique systems, which are kind of hard to hard to defend. You know, a lot of teams like the Prince and stuff usually get high high seeds trouble. So I try to pick those teams, and and the rest I just try to you know just just pick the who I think the better team is. You know, I know you're going to find this hard to believe, Andrew, but uh, I've heard on good authority that David Stern doesn't have a real good uh, he doesn't have a real good sense of humor when it comes to the gambling issue uh, in basketball. So. It- I just said pass that along. Okay, can I ask a question, though, before he answers it? Is there anything that he does have a good sense of humor on? Oof. Uh, his bank account, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's thigh-slapping, commode-hugging good times. But, uh, <laughs> Andrew, always appreciate the conversation. Uh, well done in Houston and New Orleans. Let's we'll see if you guys can get one in San Antonio. I'll see you out at the uh, arena next week, ma'am. No worries. All right, take it easy, Andrew. Andrew Bogut. <laughs> 